would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, we are answering a question. Only one listener question because sometimes yes. we get so many questions, but one of them is like, hey, this is a full show, and that is what we're doing today. Yes, we're going full show on basically off-property rope drop attack plan. That's what yes. I titled it, yeah, and uh, a few I other like things. It. Sounds good, and we're recording on a new uh, platform, so if it sounds different, weird, unique, we're trying something new uh, because Doug and I were using Skype, and so hopefully moving into the next century, so Trying something new today, guys. Right. Giving things a whirl. We are. And speaking of giving things a whirl, we tried something new on Patreon. We already recorded. We talked a lot about some Disney news. We have no new Patreon members, but we did talk about some things. Jollywood night reviews. Uh, Santa's coming to Hollywood Studios. Some discounts that are coming. So if you want to hear that after show, you're going to have to go into our Patreon link and Click that and become one of those who support the show, get some uh, swag, bonus things. And then, Doug, I lied. I was supposed to schedule my November, and I didn't mm-hmm. do it. So I will do that here mm-hmm. next. November is ticking away, my friend. You're November's right. Uh, I did not know. I looked at my wife tonight, and I go, hey, do you know Thanksgiving dinner's next week? And we're like, oh, no. Which reminds me, Kent, it's almost time for Rate a Plate. Right. On Thanksgiving, you got to tweet at Kent, hashtag rate my plate, and he does a fantastic job of... I beat Doug last year. That's all that matters. not hard. It's not hard. I'm probably going to be eating like Columbia Harbor House or something for Thanksgiving. It's concerning. We don't have an ADR on Thanksgiving. Ooh, weird. Yeah, it is. It's the whole trip. Yeah, wait for that trip report. Can't wait. So, That's coming yeah. up, guys. So, yeah. all right. Well, the other way you can support the show is with an Apple review. That's right. Leave a five-star review. We will read it on air eventually. All right. So, this one is titled, Still Listening Every Week, Five Stars by M85. M85. I think it's M85. Right. Anyway, I digress. I started listening early 2022 to prepare for our first Disney trip. Derek and Doug helped me knock it out of the park. I love their humor and their subject matter never gets tired. The only Disney podcast that I continue to listen to after our trip. There are lots of options out there when it comes to Disney. These guys are the best. Whoa, the best. The best, Derek. I'll take that. The best around. Yes. I watched and a Karate Kid this last weekend, so that song stuck in my head. Wow, that's that's a thing. It is. Like which which Karate Kid did you watch? The original. First one? Yes, that's one. what my my daughter wanted to watch for her birthday. She had like uh we had 15 tweens over to our house and they watched the Karate Kid. Makes sense. Yep, it does. Totally. In my house? Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. normal. Yeah. 
seems about right. So, so right. how about how about I read the uh, the question? Yes, read the question, then we'll work our way through it as there a good go. podcast would. All right. All right. It goes, hi, guys. Love the podcast. Extremely helpful and always entertaining. Was wondering if you could do an episode for people staying off property. Rope drop strategy for each park, especially during busy times like February break, and also park hopping strategy for offsite people. Is it possible or a waste of time when parking your own car? Also, is preferred parking worth it? If you are rope dropping, parking is always plentiful first thing in the morning. But wondering if preferred would be a smarter choice if attempting to park hop later in the day. Would you love would love your thoughts? Thanks from New York. Whoo, that took a minute to get through. So we'll break it down you know, a little bit more. Are you okay there, Derek? Is I know. That was a lot of reading. Okay. So I passed um, out for a second, had to get some water. I'm back in it now. We're, we're gonna go in a little different order than the questions were posed. Let's start with the parking because that's before you rope drop, right? That is. That's the um, first thing you gotta do. Right. So they ask if it's worth parking your own car. So you're staying off property. Yeah, you're gonna want to drive your own car. That it's the sense. best way. There's it really is. it's the best. Um, I drive to the park while staying on property sometimes. Derek has ridden with me. I and held on tight to make sure he survives on the way yep. to the animal kingdom. So here's the thing with preferred parking. Um, it's not cheap. I, that's no. if preferred parking was five to 10. Like if it wasn't too much more, I would do it hundred percent of the time, even though there's a ton of parking when you get there at rope drop, it's still further away than the preferred. And like you can get sent all the way down an aisle. Animal get, kingdom. Right, yep. Derek, we did this. We, like, did. we get there, we're like the last car all the way down. You know, like we were one car later, we like parked really close, but no, we went all the way down. So preferred is much closer at three of the parks. It's magical. The park where it's not super magical is the Magic Kingdom because yep. you still have to go take the monorail or the ferry. Um, also, when you hop with preferred, you get to prefer later in the day. So if it's in your budget and you're even thinking about it, go for it. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with preferred, right, Derek? Uh, the few times I've done preferred parking, I felt like royalty. I was, you know, I felt like I had a little swagger in my step. So there's something nice about getting that preferred parking and feeling like you're going to have an extra magical day. And I'll be honest, I've personally never paid for preferred, but I've ridden with somebody. Oh, yes, has, we have, yeah. Right? Because someone, you know, has chauffeured us around and because it's, yeah, because they love us. We have anyway. amazing listeners. Yep. Yes. Anyway, um, so preferred is good. And there's times when I'm leaving the park, like Hollywood Studios, Epcot, especially where I'm like, I really wish I would have sprung for it. And it will make hopping so much easier. So if you're Absolutely. thinking about it, I think it is a, a good thing. And by the time you're going in February, there's no more limit on park hopping timing. So you're really free to move about the world as you choose. So not a waste of time parking your own car, nope. hopping with your own car. The only time you might hop not with your car is if like, say you just want to go do Ratatouille and then go back to Hollywood studios, then the Skyliner might be faster, right? Absolutely. Um, just because of the part of the park it puts you in and out of, but that's like a really rare, like you're just going to hop in do Ratatouille and then hop back to Hollywood studios yep. type of thing. Um, Magic kingdom to Epcot. 
the monorail is not going to be necessarily faster. It will be more magical, though. But you're going to want to have your own car at the end of the night. Right. Like, are you going to hop back to your car is the question. So taking your car while you hop is definitely the easiest option and nothing wrong with that. And plus, you're coming from off property. You're going to want your car. That's the don't ever count on the hotel shuttle. If you're staying off property, oh my like, gosh, you have, have a shuttle. So no. that. Yeah, they have they a don't. shuttle. It shows up at like eight o'clock and or at like 1130 for rope drop. So, right. It's not don't count on the off property hotel shuttles. I'm sure someone will comment and be like, we had a great time with our off. Yeah, I did the Wyndham. You... I've done the Wyndham shuttle and we had some success with it. I, I, you know, it's there, but you're paying so much for those park tickets. Yep. Like saving the few dollars on using that shuttle versus paying for parking, not worth the risk. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. We, I think we, we got that one. So, there you go. all right. Which all one right. do you want to tackle next? Oh, the other question is basically rope park. Um, Rope drop strategy for each park. I think that's the other question we have left. Then, right when you're staying off property, when you're staying off property, and now they do kind of say, wondering if you could do an episode for people staying off property. And and I don't know if they want more about staying off property. I, I will say, the closer you stay to the park, the better. Um, I. Other than that, good luck. You know. Well, and I, I get why people do it. The one we hear quite a bit is, you know, I have a conference. We're staying at this offsite hotel. Yep. We got a date. My family's coming in for two days early. We, so we, you know, we stay an extra couple days at this offsite hotel. We want to swing in for a day or two. So we get that quite a bit. And wow. And that's magical if you have that opportunity. And yes, it's totally worth it still to go to the parks. But there is sometimes some challenge yeah. of navigating, getting to and from. And a rental car definitely makes it a million times easier. Also, kind of look at the traffic. Kind of think about that. It's There is no short drive from off property to on property. Even if it says front gate. Well, there's which front gate? Because every hotel claims to be at the gate. And some of them drive through a lot of traffic once you're on property. Because if you're coming in by Disney Springs... You are a ways from Magic Kingdom and the entrance to Epcot and Animal Kingdom. So that's something to think about. Look at the routes you will have to take to get to each of the parks when you're looking at where you're staying and plan budget a little extra time because the traffic on property, a lot of it is cast members that you're driving with because they're showing up for work when you're showing up for rope drop. Yeah, so and, they're, that, and they're hitting those turns. They're running late for work. You know, they're mm-hmm. kind of getting around you. Especially Animal Kingdom. They kind of come in the same place. And so you add a lot of... Oh, I was... When we, when we go to the Star Cruiser, Doug, and they uh, kind of zip around the corner with us in Hollywood right. Studios. I always thought that was hilarious. Yeah, because you kind of go... You go in the cast entrance at Hollywood Studios to go to the Star Cruiser. Yep. So they probably don't miss the Star Cruiser traffic. Not at all. So... What little there was. Oh. Uh, R.I.P. Anyway, let's talk about what to rope drop. Okay, you're coming in the parks. You got to come in a little bit later than everybody else. Uh, yeah. That is one downside. You're not getting that... Uh, extra magic to be able to get into the parks 30 minutes early. Early, yeah. early entry. Early entry, yes. There's no magic about it. It's just early entry. But there's still some magic. I'm just glad well, they have something if you're staying on yeah. property. The, the magic is not in the name of it anymore. It used, used to be extra magic hours. Now it's just 
early entry. We're just yep. going to dumb this down to simply what it is. Early entry. Uh, all of the on-property guests get that. So you're behind a lot of people. Yes. So what park do we want to start with? Do we want to go newest to oldest or oldest to newest, Derek? Oh, we always go reverse order. So Animal Kingdom. All right. So here, um, the the I think... You're you're bet you're not going to go to Pandora. Hopefully, you have bought an individual Lightning Lane for Flight of Passage. That would be my advice. If you go to Flight of Passage right off the bat, you're probably hitting the longest wait of the of day. the day. Yep. As in, uh, unless you are the first one on the rope for off property, because there will be a rope for off property folks um, holding you somewhere, like not letting you further into the park. You'll get through the turnstiles, but you don't really get into the park. All right. That's kind of all the all the places, more or less. They kind of do it a little different everywhere, but it's yeah. So be ready for that. But if you're right on that, maybe you can hit the sweet spot of Flight of Passage if you're like the first one there. But if you're slightly back on that, it's going to be not worth it. So individual Lightning Lane is the best recommendation. That money you're saving by staying off property, you're going to spend on. Yes, you are. And individual Lightning Lanes. So I would say Safari is a good option because it opens a little bit later. It's a people eater. It moves a lot of people through. That's a good route to go. The other option I think is simply Everest. Derek, I agree. thoughts? Yep. hundred percent. You nailed both my thoughts. This is kind of your choices one and two. Yep. Um, and then really after you get off A or B, you go to the other one. That right, makes sense, and then hit up dinosaur and uh, triceratops spin. Always gotta always do triceratops spin, don't sleep on that attraction. Um, and then look at your show times and just plan that. That's the same whether you're on property or off. The biggest difference is if you're on property, you can, if you're up at the rope, you rope drop flight of passage, save you that individual lightning lane money. But if you're not on the rope, if you're staying off property, I think. It, buying that individual lightning lane is definitely a win. Yep. Um, what, what about right. like, uh, f- uh, um, I mean, if you have genie plus definitely book, book something and, you know, be ready to use it. It's, it's a great tool it, even more. So if you're staying off property, because you don't get a true rope drop um at three out of the four parks there's nothing that you get a clear and free rope drop on uh the last thing we'll talk about is the true rope drop that you get but um so genie plus becomes your friend uh take advantage of the tools disney is willing to give you to save time remember that genie plus is a tool that if you use it correctly it can save you time i know there's people that argue you don't need it well, you don't need it if you like standing in line. It's still going to save you time standing in line with your family and children. Which is, okay. I, I didn't know this was going to turn into a Genie Plus rant. Sorry. I know. I, I'm ready to move on to our next park. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, Doug goes off did the you waterfall. see Pizza Fari had some new pizza things? I, I was I don't trying to go to... another episode without talking about Pizza Fari, but here we are. I don't want to try them, but I, well, I'm not going to animal kingdom anytime soon. So don't worry. I won't have to. All right. Moving on. All right. Uh, let's talk about Hollywood studios. Um, this one's hard. Like no matter where you go, there will be a line. Okay. 
the only thing you could go to right at rope drop off property rope drop and get on and off is going to be star tours. However, you don't necessarily need to do that. Um, you also are not going to be able to make an individual lightning lane for rise of the resistance. If you're staying off property, like that's just a fact they sell out before you can even book it because you can't make your individual lightning lanes until the park open versus the on property people can book those at 7 a.m. So that's another disadvantage. So you're already dealing with being a half hour behind the crowd and then you can't book that. So if rise of the resistance is super important, if that's why you're there, I, I think you almost have to go there. And if it's open, you get in line. If it's not open, you don't get in line. It's that simple. Derek thoughts. If you are a star Wars fanatic, yeah, that's kind of the, where you got to go. But if, if you are, like some of my friends that I no longer associate with because they don't like Star Wars. You know, <laughs> there are some other places you can go in Hollywood Studios, that's for sure, on a rope drop. But got to remember, Hollywood Studios does not have that many attractions. So wherever you go, there's probably going to be a line. Right. Lines are everywhere. Genie Plus works fan like probably the best at Hollywood Studios at earn like if you break it down cost per hour you can save time in Hollywood studios very easily by just making a couple lightning lanes. So keep that in mind um, because you're going to go stand in line for rise at some point because you can't bypass it. That's who you're in line with. That's your penance you pay for staying off property basically. Um, and then, you know, if you get there and it's down, go to, I would go to star tours. If Rises down, Millennium Falcon is usually really long in the morning because so many people that were planning on doing Rise pivot and go to Millennium Falcon, and that just gets stupid long. So I would save that for later. Uh, it's a great late evening attraction to do. The line gets non-existent the later oh, in the day. fantastic. So, Absolutely. So don't pivot to Millennium Falcon. Um, try to book Slinky Dog or Tower or rocking for your individual lightning lanes. And if you're not afraid of individual, um, you know, waiting individually in single rider lines, they're your friend at Hollywood studios with rock and roller coaster and millennium Falcon. Yep. I agree. So yeah, yeah Hollywood yeah. Studios is a little rough if you get there late, but it's just one of those ones you got to stay at all day and take your time and, and enjoy the whole park. Yeah. And you just kind of watch your wait times, see what you want to go do next. Um, one nice thing is Mickey and Minnie's will move along pretty consistently. Um, that's not a horrible rope drop option either. If you're not interested in the Star Wars stuff, Mickey and Minnie's might be one of the better ones. I don't know that I would run to Tower for sure or Rockin' unless you're right on that rope. If you're right on the rope with the off-property rope drop, run to, run to Rockin'. You know, run whatever you run to is going to be the most ideal time to get in that line. Absolutely, beat everybody. Yeah, so I agree. All right, well let's uh, let's talk about Epcot. Getting there late. There's two different entrances to go to. What do you do, Doug? Well, if you're coming from off property, there's really just one Only entrance. One entrance. Yep. And, and unless you're doing something a bit shady, which you know happens, uh, there might be some people that do that. Yeah, but so we'll talk. You're entering the front of the park. Um, do not go get 
in line right away for the so future world the lines build faster um you gotta get your uh, virtual queue for guardians of the galaxy they're still using that by february who knows if you would have told me three months ago they were still using that well, currently for November, I would have said, oh, now they'll be doing, you know, standby by then. They have proven me wrong, Derek. They have proven me wrong. Remember yep. when we thought Virtual Queue would disappear when Tron opened? I thought that. I think yeah. I said that on a show. I'm sure we did. We're, we were wrong. Tron has been open for a minute. We've and... never been wrong on this show before. That's true. We could always go back and edit. So... Um, yeah, so get your virtual queue, your virtual boarding. Now, remember, that doesn't it's not a fast pass. It's not a lightning lane. You go stand in line when that gets called. But at least you have that available. And then I don't know. Test track is going to be long. I would probably say Soren uh, would be a good one. Frozen actually isn't a horrible option coming in at that time either, because there's a huge rush directly to it. They get those people on and off, and then you can kind of hit the gap in Frozen. Uh, but remember, other people in your rope drop will be doing that same thing. Soren just has huge capacity, so it's a good way to go. Um, Soren does not really pull as much as it used to right at rope drop. So no. if you're coming off property, I've done that before. Soren's a really good yeah. one that you're going to make sure you get on right away. And then you can just do living with the land and stay over in that side of the yeah. park. We've done Soren as our rope drop when we just weren't at the front of the crowd because mm -hmm. Test Track just backs up super fast. And so we're like, yeah, let's just go do Soren and then we'll ride living with the land and then we'll, you know. Well, where Test Track might not yeah. open right at rope drop, uh, so it backs up, Soren has three theaters, so you know it's going to be operating. And they sometimes don't open all three right with the early entry. But by the time the off-property rope drop happens, they, they're they getting going. So yeah. it, they turn through people pretty quick there. But Frozen, Soren would be my first choice. And then kind of just work your way around. Look at you know wait what? times on the app. That's I'm your changing friend. everything. You know where you're going? No. Moana. Because it's brand new, Journey, Water, all the things. You got to do Moana, am I right? I don't know, Derek. I'll I'll let you know in my trip report. Okay, sounds good. Because usually you want to rope drop the newest attraction. I just assumed. Yeah, it's, but if it's cold in February in the morning, it might not okay. be the right thing. wonder what they're going to do with that when it's like 38, 40 degrees. I have in a lot the of questions. So many questions. I, I have more questions I than like answers. Hear, hear your whole thing about it. I want a full, that, like 10 minutes of the show is going to be on Moana. Wow. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. Is that all of Epcot? I mean, one thing is, you know, you get in there late and you just go to World Showcase and start eating and drinking around the world. Nothing wrong with that. No, but a lot of stuff out there doesn't open till 11. So yeah. I don't know what time you're coming in. Well, they said rope drop. There. Okay. Rope they drop. said rope right. drop. They're wonder rope. They're, they're ro this rope, rope drop radio. radio. Okay. Okay. Still. Notice we did not say rope drop Ratatouille. Nope. And do not rope drop test track those are going to be watch your wait times um try to get lightning lanes for those two uh Absolutely. that's the best suggestion there i agree all right well i guess we're moving on to uh magic kingdom the big dog where you can actually get in a rope drop what crazy yeah so 
you can get here just as early. Like for the secondary rope drops everywhere, you get there still early to get on that rope. It's a huge advantage on the one attraction you're going to, right? You hit that tail end of the early entry. And we've been saying that for all the all the parks. If you're on that second rope, it's great. But the Magic Kingdom, it's even better. Because when you get to that attraction, there's not going to be anybody there. And you're wondering why. Since they only open half the park for early entry, Derek. They do. It's crazy. And usually Derek is in line for a cinnamon roll and not on attractions. So that helps too. Actually, a lot of times I've been doing the second rope drop anyway. It's nice. But is that after you actually rope drop the first rope drop or just because. Depends on who I'm with. Depends (laughs) all on who I'm with. Yeah, just didn't get moving fast enough. Yeah, so if you're on property, you just don't get there quite fast enough. Like, don't go stand in line in Tomorrowland or Fantasyland. Go get in line for Adventureland or Frontierland. So you can get to Jungle Cruise first if you're staying off property. You can beat all the on-property people to Jungle Cruise, Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain when it reopens. I don't think they set a date, but it won't be February. Sorry. Um what? Yeah, it. I think it's going to be late 2024. I think that's the last we've heard. Um, actually, the last thing we had was it just says 2024. Could be it's January 1st. Those, no, it's, it could be or like sometime in December. December 31st. Could Isn't you imagine like the, a uh, the treasure? They're like, they, we said the treasure is going to open up in 2024. Yes, that's why it's Christmas, Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. See, we didn't lie. Yep. We got it in there. So, um, so yeah, Magic Kingdom, you get a true rope drop. Ideally, you hit Jungle Cruise, you come out of that, go get your Thunder, um, then back to Pirates or off to Haunted Mansion. That'd be the route I would go, be Jungle, Thunder, and then either Haunted Mansion or Pirates, depending on what your party wants to do. And then after that, it's look at the app, look at wait times, go to preferenced attractions. Um, maybe head into Fantasyland as crowds start to shift out of fantasy land into That's the big one. Yep. Like you got it. You got to do a little bit of time in adventure land, thunder and adventure land and frontier land in Liberty square, which the, just the park is a whole big flip flop. So everyone that got there early who on the right side yep. of the park is now moving left. Yep. I get lunchtime. They start to venture out. Yep. So you head back that way. Uh, it's, it's the magic kingdom. It doesn't matter what time of year you go. There's, it feels like there's people everywhere. Um, trust me, if you're there in February, there's not people everywhere. President's weekend's busy, but it, it's no New Year's. Um, so just, you know, look at your wait times, go to preference things, take advantage of lightning lanes again. Uh, this is a great opportunity to just buy Tron, right? Buy uh, Mine Train, because you're not rope dropping Mine Train. They yeah. made sure of that. Yeah. So, but they gave you tools to save yourself time. Now, if you really like your family and you like standing with them, by all means, go stand in line for things. They might but want I, to do that. It's called family time, Doug. It's quality family time. Quality time. Great. Quality. Yeah. Standing in the heat of Florida with your family. Yeah. Actually, February is not bad. So, yeah, you can do it. Right. I would rather, you know, get on a, an attraction. I would too. So that's kind of the gist of it, don't you think, Derek? I think off property, it it's you, yeah. There's some disadvantages, but the 
people harp on like how horrible lightning lanes are and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it costs money, but they are giving you at least a tool to use to make your time more efficient. And I think by staying off property, it even magnifies that. Oh, Doug, you said it earlier in the show. If you stay off property, you have to get lightning lanes and you have to buy the individual lightning lanes. It's just a genie plus. You you got to do it. Yeah. And unfortunately, at Hollywood Studios, you can't get the Rise of the Resistance because the rules are just a little different. You get, you know, you can't book that individual lightning lane till later. And so you're getting the second choice. But like the other ones you're able to get, they might be later in the day. So just be prepared for that too. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully you like Star Wars and you actually do do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, I don't know what else to, to cover with this one, but yeah, you know what? People do stay off property. There is ways oh, yeah. to save money. There are some very nice uh, neighbor-friendly hotels. Uh, it's not as crazy as it sounds, though. Doug and I do stay on property quite a bit. You can do it. There's Airbnb, uh, a lot of options out there. And so don't be afraid to do it, and you can still have a magical time. And if you're going for multiple days... You know, you can still use a TA to do your park tickets. Um, so that is something to think about. You know, you can still use those TAs, support them, um, and uh, get some advice from them if you're getting big enough park tickets, too. A lot of them don't do one-day tickets, or some agencies can't do two-day tickets. But, you know, that's something to remember. Um, definitely then you can get some other advice and maybe some other perks that way through a, a TA, but, um, off property, you know, you just be ready for, you, you got to drive. That's the best thing. Um, so you're renting a car, which you know what is great. Like I don't necessarily, unless you go a lot and you're staying a long time, I don't recommend like people think, oh, we're going to leave, go eat lunch and come back that's going to take you two and a half hours. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. Like, and I'm going to be perfectly honest. The counter service restaurants at Disney world are the same price as Jimmy John's and Chick-fil-A. And like, it's not a huge price savings by going to fast food off site. Now, if you're going to pack your lunch and bring it in, you don't need to leave to do that. You can bring a cooler into the park or leave the cooler in your car uh, have lots of ice in it, but and go out, eat, and then come back in. But if you get in your car, leave just to eat, and then come back to the same park, you're you're wasting a lot of time. Now, if you're planning on park hopping or a nap, when our kids were little, we would go to the car and drive until they fell asleep, <laughs> and then we'd wake them up in the parking lot of a different park. So we that's how we did our park hopping when our kids were little. They took the nap in the car seats in the car. That's a good way to do it. I like yeah, that. It worked yeah. out great. You know, we were off our feet. We drove around. I Like one time we went to, um, it was downtown Disney back then. Park Michelle went in, shopped for a while. I just sat in the car. Um, the kids slept, you know, in the back. And uh, yeah, it was, it was easy peasy. You took one for the team, Doug, sitting in the car with the sleeping it kids. It was rough. I, I probably, probably nodded off myself. Um, to be perfectly honest. There you go. Well, I mean, 
If you want to uh, book a Disney vacation and have those TAs help you with that, whether you're staying on or off property, you're going to need the experts at Touring Plans. And we have a link in our show notes, uh, touringplans.com slash rope drop. Those TAs will definitely help you have a magical time and help you navigate uh, all the things, including the discount that just came out that we talked about on Patreon. Yeah, that's a confusing one for a lot of people. It's not confusing, but it is confusing. It is very confusing. Discounts are confusing. Use a TA. Solves all the problems. And then the other thing, the the other problems you can help solve is by following us at Rope Drop Radio on all the things because we share a lot of Disney magic tips and Doug's going to be going to the parks here pretty quick after the show comes out. And so you want to follow along with his trip. And on top of that, he's going to be recording some uh, bonus episodes mm-hmm. for Patreon. Lots so of bonus. If you, if you want to get those, you're going to have to become a member of our Patreon community. That will be in the show notes as well. And uh, that is it for uh, our episode today. If you have any questions, please ask us. You never know. You might ask a question, Doug, and we just end up doing a whole, you know, we could type this back. That's how it kind of came. We could type it all back on messenger or, or we could just talk about it. <laughs> exactly how it happened. It is. It is. You know, that happens more than you could imagine. There's a lot of times I'm just like, you know what? I could start typing or I'm just going to record me talking for five minutes and send it to you. So right. yeah, we get all sorts of questions. Never be afraid to ask Doug and I questions. You'll get an answer and it might Man, be on the show. It may be good. It may yep. be bad somewhere in between. There you go. Well, thank you to everyone who asks us questions and everyone who listens. Thank you so much for being a part of rope drop radio.